Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee. Jordan. Justin. We're here. Dog days of summer, man. You know, we're just having a chill vibe barbecue type deal. That's all you can ask for, man. Laid back, chill vibe barbecue type deal. I might be a laid back, chill back barbecue deal type of guy. Something like that, whether it's Big Cat Weekend or just another another week at the OA News. I mean, yeah, we're, man. we're chilling. We're yeah. getting ready for the season. You know who shouldn't be chilling? The Auburn football coaches. Hey, you say that. <laughs> but, you know, the last time we recorded, we talked about sort of the need. Let's talk about recruiting. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about recruiting. recruiting. Really, pretty much as soon as we wrapped up this episode, or last week's episode, yeah. and we're talking about how important it was to try to add to the class and that you know you can only really go so long before you can kind of start panicking. They picked up two commitments. Sure. So and I know and that it's not just a kicker. Yes, they just had kidding. the kicker when we talked. Alex, Alex McPherson, he was already on board. Micah Riley Ducker, tied in from Nebraska. Yeah. Three star. He committed. Okay. Um, you know he. He's he, tall. He big. He big guy. Big guy. He big. You know, I was able to watch the video where, you know, he turned around and took his jacket off, had the Auburn shirt underneath, gave him a war damn eagle. No, you know, it was a good old time. I think the Nebraskians, wow. Nebraskites, what would be the what would be the proper Corn term? Uh, they were really excited, sound like, so got him. Corn people. <laughs> and then, uh, a familiar name who I'm sure I will definitely uh, misspell or, or incorrectly name once he gets to Auburn, Caleb Wooden. Colby yeah. Wooden's little brother. No, we're going to mix those all up. Yeah. A defensive back from Archer High School in Georgia. He committed to Auburn and going to join brother. And, uh, yeah. And, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak for myself. When it comes to Colby, I've tried to call him Chandler Wooten. Yeah. Uh, I do that every single time. Now you're throwing so Caleb you, in the now mix. Now you're going to Colby. Now you're going to get Caleb. Yeah, that's going to be tough. So now Auburn is up to six commits in this class. When we were talking a little bit over a week ago, it was just three. Sure. You stand, as far as 247 Sports is concerned, the 65th best cl- uh, class in the 2022 cycle. Not and good, Bob. 14th in the SEC. Why is 14th uh, notable, Justin? Because that's dead last, Jordan Hill. That's, that's last. That's <laughs> last in the SEC. But your thoughts, obviously, it's still very early, and they can add to this class. So sure. they added two people and, you know, two pretty talented guys, but uh, obviously more work to do. So what, is, so, all right, so what are we looking forward to? We're looking forward to um, possibly Caden's commitment. Yes. On August 1st. Yes. Which, which, could, which would be very big. Uh, but then also Big Cat Weekend, which is apparently back. And better than ever. Better than ever. From this story from Keith at 247, please read it. It's amazing. Because uh, <laughs> I think the, your favorite quote in the history of covering Auburn sports. <laughs> we are told the current Auburn staff will go a similar route. Quote, this will be more of a chill vibe barbecue type deal, a source told Auburn Undercover. <laughs> yeah, I, I respect this it. Is all, none of this is behind the paywall. It's all unlocked. Yeah, yeah so, we're, not, uh, we're not giving away uh, <laughs> I just I just love the TV. Like Sources indicate. It's a chill it's, vibe barbecue quote, type deal. Yeah. <laughs> the recruits will be, quote, chilling out by the pool. Chilling out, uh, maxing, relaxing, <laughs> acting all cool. Shooting some b-ball outside <laughs> of the complex. That's my greatest anonymous source quote I've ever. This it's, is sensitive. It's like Deep Throat is in the parking garage. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very highly sensitive. It's be kind of chill. Anonymous <laughs> 
gonna be a chill five bar barbecue over, type they, deal. They hand over like a Manila envelope and it's like burn after reading. Yeah, and it just says chill. <laughs> this is a big piece of is paper. That a burn, what is burn after reading? Isn't that a show? That was a movie. Oh. Yeah. Is that but what it was about? I don't. I never no. saw it. But, not. but you know, like you just gotta get rid of the evidence. That's what I was sort of. Woodward and Bernstein, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. This will be more of a chill vibe barbecue type deal, which I say, hey man, I'm all for it because I'm a chill vibe barbecue type deal type guy. I mean, that's that's what we all aspire to be. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway to the recruiting. <laughs> sorry, I was looking to see what date that was because I don't know. Uh, I still don't know, Jordan. The recruit. So there's a dead period right now. It ends June Correct. 28th. So we can't expect. Oh wait, no, 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 no. The ends July 24th. So for the next 10 days, we I don't think we can expect much Correct. huge news. Correct. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't know when this is, Jordan. It's sometime in July. It's coming. That's all we know, folks. Yep. Uh, but that would be one of the bigger things, of course, to look out for. Big Cat Weekend, as always. But obviously, that's going to have some of your 2022s, your 2023s, your 2024s. It's going to have everybody from different classes, right? Exactly. So, I mean, it's, July 25th is when it is. No, I found it. Uh, but, yeah, so that obviously that that it is big for this class. I don't know how many commits you really get on Big Cow Weekend. Remember, like, do you remember the Lake Seastrunk video? Uh, no, I know you've talked about it, though. <laughs> I want a super impo- I'm gonna we'll, we'll see if we can find it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's all, so from the beginning, Big Cat Weekend has always been kind of uh, – I don't know. It's always been something that Auburn's tried to do and tried to make unique to themselves and be a big be a big thing. Uh, but obviously, you know, it's not. It can't just save the whole class. Like they've got to they've got to put in the work to be able to to be able to um, you know put this class back together. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what can happen. And obviously, like like I said, I think Lake was an underclassman when he said that. So mm. it's obviously a lot of it is is has been in the past, building toward the future. It could be a lot of 2020, 20, 2023 It's twenty twenty two is next. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That blows my mind. <laughs> I was just looking because uh, you know when. Big Cat Weekend falls. It'll be really interesting if Damari Alston is at Big Cat Weekend because his commitment date is right around sure. July 25th. So he's, sure. a lot of people think he's a running back uh, from Atlanta um, that Auburn's really going after a four-star. So if he's there, that would seem to indicate, you know, Auburn's in pretty good shape. That's an ambitious uh, date because that's right when the dead period ends. He's just like, so for all these people, it's going to be this is either their first visit or they're just going to go somewhere else. And I think to your point, too, that this is going to be big for this coaching staff for the next classes. Because, sure. you know, I'm sure that, um, you know, they understand the value of this time and, and still trying to make mm-hmm. uh, these connections. And because as as much emphasis has, has been put on the 2022 class, it doesn't stop there. I mean, they have got no. to continue to, to retool and, and bring in right. more talent. And, and so that's going to be huge. Right. And I don't know what you do if this class continues to be lost, which right now it is. Uh, you know, I, I suppose you have to do what you did this year, which was going to next summer, just bringing in every transfer you can find. Yeah. Um, did we talk about the Georgia guy yet? No, we didn't. I okay. forgot about... Uh, there's a transfer. Yeah, there's another addition to Demetrius Robertson. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that has been at Georgia. He started his career at Cal. It um, was a really well-thought-of uh, receiver coming out of Savannah as yep. a high school player. Um, went to Cal, had a really good freshman year at Cal. Right. I think he got banged up his second year, transferred to Georgia, 
and made plays here and there, but wasn't what people sure. thought he could be as, as a really highly touted recruit. So he had a little more than 100 yards every year. Yeah, he, he joins uh, the fold at Auburn. He is pretty much automatically the most experienced receiver right. um, that has joined Auburn in, in a group that we knew has to replace its three top pass catchers from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your immediate reaction, Demetrius, coming in and trying to compete uh, for some playing time? I think it's a big pickup just because you needed experience. Because, I mean, you know, who's going to catch the ball, man? It's like Elijah Canyon, you know, Shedrick, and, and just a lot of – you know, really, really young players and the ones who are upperclassmen, like I guess Shedrick's a junior now, but he yeah. hasn't had, you know. He and he was banged the, up all spring. Yeah, he hasn't had a ton of catches. He hasn't had all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's big just to bring a veteran presence into the room, to be honest. I mean, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, if you've got a whole, like, I mean, we talked about it all, all kind of spring. It's like, where do you need new pieces? We talk about the receiver group, right? So, I mean, if you've got a spot open on your roster – that's a good way to spend it, I think, to bring in an experienced guy with it, you know, SEC experience, uh, you know, into that into that really young uh, receivers room. So I mean, I, I'm for it. I like it. It's a good it's a good way to spend a, a spot, I think. I agree, and I was sort of surprised it sort of took them this long to add that experienced receiver because not only did you mention so so many of these guys are young. I mean, we mentioned Shedrick had been hurt. Um, Xavion Capers got hurt in that bowl game, so he wasn't really available. Right. I still think he's got the ability to be one of those guys. You oh, know, for sure. Once he's had um, all this time to try to recover and, and try to get back uh, into form and, and sort of build on what he showed as a freshman. But you needed an experienced guy, and you, ne- you needed a guy that has proven um, – that he can play in the SEC. You know, mm-hmm. He's probably not going to go out there and give you the production that a Seth Williams uh, gave you last year. But sure. he's another body and he's another person that can kind of get in the mix and, and maybe step up and, and really lead this receiving group um, that's got got talent. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't look at the uh, position group and say, well, this – uh, is basically you know uh, a group devoid of talent, but sure. none of it's proven. And and, and him stepping in, uh, I think it's fair to say he never really lived up to the hype at Cal or at Georgia. Um, but he, he's ma- he's made plays in the past, and he's gonna have a chance to do that again uh, at Auburn. Sure, yeah, and I mean you know Bo's gonna look for a new new go-to man because you know Bo had his favorite in Seth. Everyone saw that. Everyone knew that. He'd say that. Yeah. Um. So you know he's he he needs a new number one. And, you know, I think that's open for, for who that is. Um, it'll hurt hurt him that he wasn't here for spring. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, obviously some of those guys made a lot of progress, but uh, especially Canyon. So, yes. uh, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Canyon is probably the guy that I would say going into to what we know right now, sure. pre-fall From camp, what we've seen, that you probably limited. feel the best as far as being Bo's go-to guy. But a, sure. a lot can change between now and fall camp. Sure. By the time we get to that Akron game on September 4th. Oh, my gosh. It'll be here before you know it. Maybe they'll climb their way to 13th in the recruiting rankings. Hey. Well, it can happen. I, and I really do think, like we've said, that there's a few of those guys. I think Alston's probably going to wind up going to Auburn. And I, I feel pretty good about Caden Story also committing to Auburn. Those are going to be sure. significant pickups. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, making progress um, in, in trying to get this class to be what they need it to be. You've really got to have the pot pipers, really. Yeah. I mean, if you look at one of Gus's most successful classes, you know, it was Bo and Owen, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, hey, we're committed. Y'all come over here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? So you really need those guys. And the fact that Auburn hasn't gotten that yet 
is a failure on the coaching staff. Yeah. But they could still get it. Yeah. They could go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we'll see how we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Right now, they're behind. Like, don't make a mistake. They're yeah. they're losing right now. I mean, you think too? I think it's fair to compare them to say Shane Beamer at South Carolina. Now, I don't think that their class is um, sure. blowing people away, but they are up ahead of uh, of Auburn and sure. and and like uh, we said, I think we said before, like okay, Vanderbilt has fourteen commits, but. All those guys could decommit at any moment. I will say. You know what I mean? I will say they got another commit today that Did flipped they? from Notre Dame because Clark Lee was uh, wow. at Notre Dame before. So, so maybe Vandy's got a little momentum. Dude, I take that Vanderbilt degree. Yeah, You're giving it to me. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have either one of us. Let's be honest. What's a Notre? <laughs> what's a Notre Dame degree worth? I, mean? I don't know. That's 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 a fair question. I'm Dude. sure it's pr- pretty highly thought of. Yeah. I I just so I mean you got to keep going the way you're going and try to like you said like before the season here I think you really need to find those Pied Pipers those top guys yeah you know you named a couple of them that that could be that yeah um because again you know you're gonna get the December signing period you don't want to lose December signing period again because you lost the last one because and, of the and coaching that, change and that has really become the de facto signing day right. it's really that That's signing, the day, signing day and then it's a late signing February day. is yeah clean up yeah so yep um you, you don't want to go two years in a row without a december signing class to speak of yeah um but they might be doing that so <laughs> we, we shall see and guess what we're going to cover it either way if right. they start um, adding uh, guys left and right or if it takes a little time you know right we'll, right uh, we'll be here to cover it either way right i was going through the archives one time and savetis had a column and its first line was uh in Auburn, there are three seasons, football, spring, three sports, football, spring football, and recruiting. <laughs> and I was like, it's as true today yeah. as it was then. Because, yep. I, I, dude, I remember when Big Cat, remember when we talked to Big Cat after the uh, bowl game? Mm-hmm. And he got on Zoom, of course. And I was, I was like, you know, hey, man, like, what, do you, what have you seen out of Brian Harson, and what do you think about the future of Auburn football? And he just, like, rubbed his head and was like, man, all I know is he's got to be able to recruit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's how you win here. Yeah. He, he's right. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the NFL draft, you see how many Alabama and Georgia guys there are? Yeah. It's like, bro. You got to – I mean, you, gotta, you know, they talk about the blue chip ratios and the teams that, yeah. you know, can be in the mix. I mean, that matters. You right. have to go out there and get the guys. And you got to be Jimmy's able to – and Joe's, Jordan. And you got to be able to evaluate talent and get those steals here or there, guys that maybe people overlook. But a lot of the time, those four stars and five stars are four stars and five stars for a reason. Right. And you've got to have those guys on the roster. And it doesn't mean they're all going to pan out. No, not at all. But the ones who do pan out are usually highly rated. Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How much time we got, Jordan? Uh, we, we're 15 minutes <laughs> in, man. We, we are going to turn to my favorite topic, the uh, thing I've been looking forward to all summer. SEC Media Days? SEC Media Days uh, coming at you next week uh, from Birmingham. It's going to be beautiful Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, coming to you live. Probably not going to be live. Maybe but, not live. Um, but uh, I'll be up there for the week, and uh, you'll probably tag along on Thursday when Auburn goes. Yeah, uh, we'll so see. it'll get a chance. <laughs> Sound real thrilled about it. <laughs> eh, maybe. Uh, Dude, we might record up there. I thought about that. We could. Very well could. We'll see. Um, but uh, we'll get a chance to go up there and, and talk to some of the different coaches, different players throughout the conference. Obviously, Brian Harson will be there. That'll be his first Media Days appearance as Auburn's head coach. Have uh, they named the players yet for I Auburn? I have not seen it as of this recording. We are recording Wednesday afternoon. I haven't seen who it's going to be. 
Bonix. Bonix. Owen Papo. Yes, Owen Papo. Anders Carlson. I'm saying Nick Brom. That's it. <gasps> That's Nick it Carlson. instead of Anders. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but regardless, we're going to be up there. Or I'll be up there and maybe Justin will tag along and, and yep. we'll cover everything that everybody's talking about. Um, are there storylines or things you're interested in seeing, whether it's Auburn or whether it's you know conference-wide uh, from the conversations and and uh, getting to talk to the coaches and players in the Ugh. SEC? Everyone's going to talk about NIL like the whole time. That's going to be so annoying. Hey, uh, guess what? I am not going to be one of those people. <laughs> they like, might be. But. Hey, Arkansas coach, what do you think about NIL? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm going to be most interested in uh, you know I want to hear from um, some of these guys who who used to play for Derek Mason. Yep. Some of these guys who used to play uh, for Mike Bobo. Uh, you know what do, what do you think about you know them starting anew at Auburn? Uh, you know, do you think they were you know for in the case of Derek Mason, was he a little misunderstood there at Vanderbilt? Uh, mm. You know, was he a hands-on kind of coach? Does a coordinator fit him maybe even better than than a head coach role did? Mm. Uh, does a guy who Mike you don't want to talk about misunderstood a guy like Mike Bobo right who's been around forever yep. uh, could you know is he an undervalued kind of guy you know with with all the experience he's had but he's still not he's not a star name no. you know that the the magazines like to tell <laughs> I, said that. I don't know where this is going. The, the dirt sheets come on Athlon uh, just kidding I don't know but you know you know the the up and comer names like you know when Chad Morris or Gus Malzahn were on their way up yeah I mean you know, people caught, don't talk about Mike Bobo oh yeah he caught a ton of flack at Georgia and some of his offenses were the best that mm-hmm. the program ever had so I mean I think that's a fair point even though sure. whatever you were just saying just seemed like a little bit of uh, <laughs> the lamestream media yeah. uh, <laughs> Mike Bobo's number one fan over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would the what, what do the players have to say? What Absolutely. Do they think? Um, that's kind of that's what I'd be most interested in. I think out of media days because you know media days is a circus. And yeah, for sure. For and that's what I'm looking forward to is trying to talk to some of those people. I'm really going to try to talk to Kirby Smart because he may, of anybody, know Mike Bobo the best. They played mm-hmm. together at Georgia. Um, I don't know how much Kirby's oh, going. Wow. Yeah, they were they were teammates. Uh, Mike was quarterback and Kirby was a defensive back. So so they go they go back a long ways because they're ever since Kirby got to Georgia, there was always the rumor that hung around that, like, well, he might go get Mike. You know, they played together. It's like, you know, it's yeah, they played like, together. Did you know y'all, did, did, did you, you know, know they played together? Did you know they were teammates? It's like, yeah, yeah, we, we've we've covered this. But uh, uh, not only did that. start? Who? Bobo. Yeah, he was a pretty decent quarterback. You should watch one of those old games. He he played, and, and uh, I've written some freelance stuff uh, this summer about it. One year, Mike got hurt, and do you know who Georgia had to put in at quarterback because uh, Mike Bobo and uh, the backup quarterback had gotten hurt? <gasps> I don't know. Heinz Ward played quarterback. Wow. And he was decent. I mean, the, yeah. the, that was the very end of uh, the Ray Golf era at Georgia. And they, wow. They, it didn't quite work out, but Heinz did pretty good for himself after having to play quarterback like that. But, sure. But, yeah, Mike was a pretty good quarterback. Um, and then went into coaching and was at Georgia forever. The rest is history. So I'll be interested to talk to you know some of his South Carolina players that are going to be sure. there. I'm sure I, I would have to bet Kevin Harris from South Carolina, the running back, will be there. Um, so I'll be interested to try to talk to some of those guys and, and sort of get the feel. And then obviously on Thursday, Auburn will be going and we'll get a chance to probably uh, – 
catch up with Harson, maybe talk about some of these late additions as far as the transfers and and TJ Finley as well. I mean, will be probably a topic because um, sure. you know we we got a chance to talk to Brian, but it was sort of like not official, so he couldn't really ask like sure. specifically about like yeah, you know, what do you, yeah, what do you want out of your quarterback? Exactly, here? I think yeah. that's literally what I asked. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun, and we'll be getting a lot of content, and I'm sure that um, that uh, I'll have a lot of stories, and we'll do a podcast probably wrapping up media days maybe do a few videos if i get a chance but uh, it's always a fun time and it's definitely a sense of normalcy this year because it was canceled last year because of mm-hmm. covid so it'll be nice to be able to, to talk to some of these players and i'm hoping to talk to them in person it's been few and far between that we got to do this so They'll probably stick us in another room and have a zoom call <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no hopefully we, I might just, like, we well, haven't talked to a player in person and this whole time I, have, I haven't since i've been like the lead oh my you know, beat writer i mean <laughs> i did obviously when we covered games in 2019 yeah 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 no, I didn't think of we, that. We've ta- we have to, I've talked. To, we have talked to Harson live sure. twice. Sure. Um, actually, three times. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, none, none on the players. Because so. like we never got to meet Sharif. Nope. Or JT Thor. We got to watch him walk under us into the tunnel. Yeah. That was yeah. that was all we got. Yeah. I only got to do that one game I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even then. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that'll be fun and, and getting a chance to do that. Um, It'll be good, and we'll have all kinds of hashtag content. We should probably out. record there. We could if you show up Thursday, man. We'll just we'll run this baby late and and wrap it up. If we don't do it, it's because I didn't want to show up. There you go. That, that'll be the reason. I <laughs> no, mean, it depends I on to, if I'm busy. And I have thought about just doing like a little string of like talking to you know some of the other beat writers that'll be there. I don't know. I've got some ideas in my head. Yeah, Could man. be like a on the road edition of. Uh, OA News Overtime. OA News Overtime on the road. So I'm, I'm saying. That's a lot it. of O's, man. I think it would be pretty good. I All think right. people would watch it, we're just gonna listen f- to it. We're just, we're just going to wing it. Let's do it. That's my plan. Speaking of winging it, apparently that's what Nebraska <gasps> Athletics wow! decided to do on Wednesday. They hired uh, Trev Alberts. Uh, this is crazy Do you me. remember Trev Alberts? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what, what's immediate, what immediately comes to, comes to mind when you think about Trev Alberts? Um, Making Mark May look smart? Because is um, that, is that, that's what happens to me. That's what immediately comes to um, mind to me. Yeah, talking. Nebraska alum and uh, former NFL player Trev Alberts has taken over at Nebraska. And this was a move. Um, he'll be taking over as athletic director. Um, the internet was not real thrilled with that hire, and I, I gotta say, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't think that one makes a whole lot of sense. He was a media personality there for a while. He was, he dude, was like Nebraska is a cult, dude. Those guys, what is up with those guys? I don't know, but that. It's not gonna work. What did buddy the coach say? What is he's like? Oh, well, these recruits, you know, you're not gonna go to a Nebraska or an Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so, bro, super down. What is this? 1995? <laughs> like, come on, come on. I don't understand, but like they're they're so convinced that like Nebraska is the way. All all roads lead through Nebraska. The only way to be successful in Nebraska is to use old Nebraska people. You know what I mean? I don't know, but I'm it's like, not – I'm, I'm pretty convinced it's not going to work well. The reason I bring this up, Justin – Have you ever seen Nebraska play basketball? Because I haven't. Did they play basketball? They have uh, Fred Hoiberg, and also they're going to be playing Auburn uh, this coming season. But uh, they got Fred Hoiberg, and uh, they were not good this year. That'll be the, the first time I see Nebraska's 
What like what do their uniforms look I like? I couldn't even Nebraska venture, I guess. Basketball. Do they have the cursive like Nebraska? You know what I'm talking about? Corn That'd be yeah. hilarious. I have no idea. What? But Justin, I I task you with this. They do. They do. Huskers. Yeah. Look at that. Oh man, that's so bad. <laughs> Auburn comes to you and says we're gonna hire an athletic director and it's gotta uh-huh. be someone a former Auburn athlete of whichever sport. Who would Gosh. be the best? We're saying. Uh, no, you're not using the Nebraska example. Sure. Who would be your go-to? All right, we're going to hire this person. You want to go first? No, you went to Auburn, man. <laughs> I got I to gotta think, think this thing through. Uh, hmm. You know, who would be the best or who would be like the funnest? Or who would be your pick? Yeah, you, you were tasked with this. You can make whatever hire you want because clearly Nebraska made whatever hire they wanted to. <laughs> I mean, if Charles wants to do it, you know what I mean? I mean, he would be good at, at getting the money together. I mean, you know, that's that's part of it's part of being the AD. Go out, fundraise, say a couple words, make the people laugh. Pass the hat around. Pass the hat around. <laughs> I mean, Donate some money. I can't really argue with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if Charles did it, if he'd be willing, you know, I'd call him. Yeah. I'd call him say, hey, what's your 10-step plan? I don't know how far we'd go with it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it'd be great. It'd be pretty good. You know what? If, you know, if the president's office hadn't called him yet to replace Jay Gooch. That's true. They're looking for somebody to fill that role. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think Maybe my, him. my gut reaction is just Bo, but it's sure. literally the exact same thought process of it being Charles Barkley. It's just like everybody loves Bo. Bo comes in and says, hey, we want to make Auburn great. Um, let's raise a bunch of money and everybody goes okay and we do it so i mean yeah it's hard to argue with i think that would that would work out pretty well i i I keep like wanting to say tim cook but like he has money but i don't know if that means he tim apple yeah yeah i don't know if that yeah i don't know if he would actually generate money yeah yeah He'd be like, well, I mean, we we just got what we already have. I'm sure the athletic director does a lot more than just raise money, but like that's all I'm. That's just that, you got to say that that is a significant piece. Yeah, of it, I so. mean, surely. I mean, he has, he hires staffers who yeah. do this, that, and the other. Yeah, got to um, know how to run a department, Justin. And I mean, if TNT doesn't get someone the kind of experience you need for that, then I don't know. I don't know what would personally. <laughs> Brings in Ernie to. <laughs> Run like Title Nine. <laughs> oh gosh, I think Ernie could do a pretty good job with that. Oh yeah, sure, it'd be good. And Bring then, in Kenny, and that we would probably talk to Charles more than um, we would talk to any of the coaches. I could just be like uh, Tuesday afternoon, and uh, yeah, Charles wants to speak with the media. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. This this is pretty cool. Clicks. Click 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 click. Just raking them in. <laughs> Well, I think this episode's off the rails. If, yeah, uh, I think, it was kind of from the beginning. We know. talked about recruiting. We talked about a little bit of this, that, and the other. We uh, talked. We gave the good people what's coming up. And boy, I think, uh, boy, Jordan, SEC Media Days could not come at a better time. No doubt about it. We're going to be there. We're going to be reporting from it, uh, giving you photos and videos and stories, and we're looking forward to that, so follow along for that. Yeah. Um, and be looking for next week's episode. It might be a little bit later if we decide to record on Thursday yeah. or, or really mix things up with an on-the-road episode. <gasps> So we'll see. Big development. Yeah, just uh, keep your eyes open. and uh, Or we go back to the Zoom days. Oh, we could do that too. We could do the throwback. Throwback Thursday. I mean. We'll see. Patent pending. What if we, well, we, could, we could go nuts? We could have two episodes. Wow. That's very ambitious. 
We could do we do four. We do one for every day we're there. You're there. Yeah. Exactly. Again, I will not. I mean, like there. the the like. Uh, cannot stress enough. We, you know, like, <laughs> like we as a as a people. Okay. We as a staff. We as a, a media uh, conglomerate. <laughs> It's the exact word I had in my head. Sure. While we uh, get that all settled and, and get figured Alberts. out, That's what so a guy! Strange. What a blast from the past. That could have just stayed in the past, frankly. <laughs> for being honest, they're gonna make uh, May, Mark May the idiot pit. I mean, you know, it's, it's an option. When do you think the last time he went to a game was? Mm, I think it had to involve Dude, Tyler Palco. Okay, t- oh, wait, are we talking about Mark May? Yes, or are we talking Mark about, May. I'm saying the Tyler Palco era at Pitt. Which Dude, was- early, just today, moments ago, I went to the Eagle gas station on my way here. Yes. The Deer Eagle off of Exit 58 and got a Fanta, mm-hmm. this Fanta right here. Mm-hmm. I'm in there, and they have, all, in that Eagle, they have all those TVs. Yep. And I look up. And this daytime ESPN stuff is on, and this guy's talking, and at the cryon at the bottom, and has the question, which second-year NFL quarterback needs to take the biggest step? Question mark. And I was just, and it's on mute, so I can't hear them, and they're just talking and talking and like yelling and like blue in the face, and I'm like, what could this question possibly gain? What is? Which one needs to take the biggest step? They all need to do better to make money. Like what? I would say Joe Burrow just needs to literally be able to walk um, right. after that injury. Like what? <laughs> like sure, Jalen Hurts needs to be better because the Philadelphia fans care more. I don't. What is this question? Like how do they fill this time? And then you know what they do? They try to fill this time, and they put a microphone in front of someone like Stephen A. Smith. 10 hours a day, and then he says some racist stuff. Yeah. Twice in one day. Yeah. About uh, Onati and the Nigerian basketball team. Yep. Because you're just filling space with garbage. Yep. With nothing. Yep. Just How did this happen? How did I get on this soapbox? I don't know. I think because we were trying to fill space. Oh, yeah. I don't well, know. Oh, no, because of Mark Meg. Yeah, because oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. It's like, dude. And he's like an expert on college football talking about it every week, and it's like, when was the last time he went to a game? Because he's always in that studio. Yeah. How are, you atta- how are you an expert of this game that you probably haven't been to a sideline in 30 years? Since you were playing in Washington. Yeah, for know, real. A long time ago. I don't know. Is he still, like, really, like, a figure? I don't, I don't know. He's, I mean, he they haven't done the show with Holtz and, yeah. and uh, Reese I, Davis in years. Dude, Reese was doing the Euro Cup. That was, was so it? jarring. Was it? Yeah, because it would be like... Ian Dark would be talking, and obviously the commentator, and they have English accents. And then it's like, Ian Dark is like, back to the studio. And then it's just like, Reese. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, guys. Hey, man, what a great Because co- he went to Alabama, right? Yeah, because he, he, he worked in his, Columbus and his, at one point. Yeah, and his wife went to Auburn. Yeah. And uh, so he's just like, oh, man, that was crazy. <laughs> that was wild, y'all. <laughs> it was so jarring. But great. God bless him. I like Reese. He's, he's, yeah. he's as far as... ESPN Reese should have been the Nebraska athletic director. I'm there you just go. Say we'll that. say it now. Give we'll it to say Reese. It now. Reese's wife, Auburn alum. Make her the athletic director. We're set. We're going to get off of this and go make some <laughs> phone calls and make it happen. Um, until we come back next week at some point, uh, take care.